Welcome to the Truth Be Told podcast with Chad and Jade Spencer. In this world, there's an unlimited amount of voices fighting for your attention. Facts are important, but truth is key. This podcast is all about taking real life situations and looking at them through the lens of God's word. Victory can be your story. What's up, podcast fam? You didn't hear Happy Monday, everybody, because Jade is not here today. If you read the title, you would see that I have a special guest with me, uh, Greg Kler, who is her father, and we're really excited to dig into this topic for today. I want to kind of just brag on him for a second because I feel like oftentimes when you get around people that are successful you want to kind of establish a level of success because I don't know about you, when I hear somebody teach or talk, I want to know, well, what have you built? What are your qualifications? And kind of where do you come from? And so before we, and this makes them very uncomfortable, so I'm going to enjoy this (laughs) very much, but he is currently, uh, what would your role be at River Ministries? Well, hi Chad, and 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 greetings to all podcast listeners. It's great to be on this on this program. I count it a privilege. Well, I, you know, Chad, you know, I wear so many hats. I've lost count of of what I do, but my my prime uh, qualification is that I'm a chartered accountant in South African terms. Mm-hmm. In American terms, that would be a CPA. Yeah. But I'm also a musician. It's yep. probably my greater passion. Mm-hmm. But also following on the heels of music is teaching. I love teaching. Yeah. Um, and I particularly love teaching on the on the subject of stewardship, and of course the subject we're going to talk about today fits neatly into that zone. Right, so right. I'm very excited. Very cool. Yeah, and I mean he he won't brag on himself, but I think it was something along the lines of 43 entities. Yeah. Uh, he helps uh, oversee in a fiscal aspect, but also in an operations aspect from a, a high level standpoint. Yes, that's correct, and that's why this subject is close to my heart because what we're going to speak about is a skill, I think, in life that will set you up for success. Right. And uh, when I look at people that have achieved a level of success, oftentimes, especially if I'm close to them, Mm. I'll watch their life. Mm. And I've been able to be very close to Greg, actually living just a a stone throw away (laughs) during Bible college. (laughs) But oftentimes... I got to see a side of the ministry and of success that a lot of people don't like. This topic today, which is consistency, mm-hmm. it's not the sexy side of life. No. Right? It's not the fun, showy, mm. you know, superstar side, mm. but it's actually what makes life happen. <laughs> and so as we dig in, and, and I just remember, right, I would I was in Bible school at the time and I go there, you know, every year and spend some time, but I'll see this man go to the office, not because somebody's telling him to, not because somebody wants, you know, but he'll show up to the office at 5 a.m. He'll do all of the ridiculous amount of work that he accomplishes. And then his, like he said earlier, his passion is music. Mm-hmm. And he will step in and, and play on the band, either practicing or playing for a live broadcast. And I mean, he'll only end late at night. And it's a consistent application of fundamentals that oftentimes I believe gets people to success. And so, I mean, I just, I've sat back and I've been able to watch you and see the consistency in your life 
Now, I guess, why? Why do you do what you do? <laughs> I think, I think it's, a, it's a loaded question. Um, but at the end of the day, I think it's because I have a sense of what is required. Mm -hmm. And therefore, you make an inventory of what you need to do in order to achieve what is required. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not really the topic we're talking about. Right. But within that is this idea of being consistent at what you do. Right. Because you don't build things quickly in life. And so it's a case Hold of on, hold on, hold on. You just need to say that one more time <laughs> for everybody listening. You know, an overnight success generally <laughs> takes 10,000 hours. There's no such thing as an overnight success. So so you, you build things slowly yeah. and with an intentionally. Yeah. And so you have to be consistent at the things that you do. So the first thing you've got to do is make an inventory of what is required. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes that's going to take you spending long hours to do that. Other times, you're going to be able to bring people around you that's going to help you reduce that amount of time. But at the end of the day, you've got to make an inventory of what's required right. in order to determine what are you going to be consistent at. Absolutely. I think that's the starting point. Right. That's what it is. But you've right. got to have a sense of direction. Right. And so as we talk about consistency, and you know, when I was in my father's home, he made us say something all the time. And it is, consistency is everything. Consistency is everything. And I want to encourage you that although this is not a sexy topic at all, I want you to listen to this because I feel like this is actually the change that your life may need. I think oftentimes people want the showy things, the bigger things, the obvious things, but this is the underneath. And if you consider an iceberg, right, you see a portion of the iceberg. Right analogy. But you don't see yeah. everything that makes up. Yeah that iceberg that's underneath. And you might just see a small little peak pointing out, but underneath there's this monstrosity. Chad, I want to introduce yeah. a thought while, yeah. while, while you talk about that, yeah. because that's a phenomenal analogy. That, that mind picture really helps. Mm -hmm. But I want to introduce the notion of self-discipline into that, right. okay? because that's part of consistency. Mm -hmm. You know, if I, was going to, if I was going to make an assessment of myself or anybody else as to whether how serious am I about achieving what the Lord has for me right. and, or whatever success, whatever goal I have. You can talk about it in secular or spiritual terms. doesn't really matter. How serious am I about achieving that? Well, the only accurate measurement of that in my view is the level of my self-discipline. Right. Okay. A lot of things cascade from self-discipline. Now, the way I conduct my life cascades from that right if not if i'm not self-disciplined then i can't be as consistent at anything yeah man. let's just no, be it's honest true. it's gonna be a basket case it's not gonna work because you just got no stickability it's true it's true okay so 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 to me that's that it's that's a that concept of self-discipline is a close cousin here absolutely and i guess that kind of steps into the first thing that we really wanted to emphasize yeah. today and you may say, well, what am I supposed to do consistently? Because when Greg and I were talking, he was like, well, we don't want people doing things consistently bad or consistently wrong or consistently in bearing the fruit that, that they shouldn't be bearing. So I guess the first thing that when we're talking about the topic of consistency, that's right along with self-discipline is we need to reflect on the habits and determine if they're healthy or not, yeah. right? Like you don't want to do something wrong over and over and over and over again. And I think there's the thing that we would all probably be aware of, but 
uh, insanity is defined as doing the exact same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. Yeah, which is, is you're never going to get a different result. You're just yeah. going to get frustrated. Right. And so when we think about reflecting on ourselves, like what are the things that I know that if I consistently do them, they will make me successful in my relationship with Jesus, my career path, my family unit, my own leading myself. What are these things that I'm going to consistently do? And, and as I reflect at my own life, what are the good things that I need to do more of? And what are the bad things that I may need to pull out and, and adjust? I think I think at the end of the day, you know, it's a broad subject. For the sake of this mm-hmm. of this of this podcast, what I'm going to suggest is that there are three areas you need to focus on. The first one is what you need to be consistent about relating to uh, your your moral standing. Right. You know, just the way you live your life, right. basically, and that would be in your business, in your family, like how your you're core raising, values or core, personal ethics, core or, values. Yeah, okay. And I'm not talking about the the social ambiguity relating to those, because mm. I mean, what happens out there in the world sometimes is a bit ambiguous and it's not consistent. Okay, so I, I am talking about it from a biblical con- right. con- context, of course. So that is the first thing, and and I think the way that you need to be living your life and those habits, the things that you do every day, and I'm talking the little things, right? Because they add up to the big things. They must all be directed towards that principle. That's I think good. it's very very important. That's good. Then the next one is, I think in terms of. St- just basic strategy in terms of how you live your life. What is it that you're trying to achieve? You know, I've discovered in 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 my life now that if you don't know where you're going, you can't measure what you need to be consistent at. Right. The, the, the habits, the good things that you need to be doing, you, you don't know what they are. So, so you need to have a sense of direction in order for it to be good. If you don't, you're not going to be able to measure that. And I'll circle back to mm-hmm. that one in a while. And then the third one is really is closely allied to the first which is the 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 you know the morality with which you live but it's also the focus with which you live and now I'm talking about your biblical focus towards the kingdom of God and mm-hmm. Jesus I think when you when you wake up in the morning and here's your first thought pretty much there's a pretty good chance that everything you're doing is going to be aimed at that right. okay that's a good start yep. And I, that sounds basic, and and I, and I don't mean that in a condescending fashion. That's genuinely the way I, I audit the way I'm living my life. Right. Because there are some days when I don't do that, and I have to pull myself into line. Yeah. So that's how you develop good habits. That's how you develop bad habits. That's how you know you're doing the right thing consistently. That's how you know you're doing the wrong thing consistently. So I would be measuring it under those those three headings. Yeah. Where it gets complicated. And I really, I really, I think in terms of, of biblical morality or in terms of focusing on the kingdom of God, that's actually relatively easy. Right. Where it gets hard is when you're trying to make strategic decisions about what you should be consistent at to take yourself to a successful future. Right. Whether it be in your business, whether it be in your life or your marriage. And there are so many voices out there, Chad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And some of them are, are really well-intentioned and good, and others are just chaotic and terrible. <laughs> so so you must you must allow the right voices into your life, Mm -hmm. to speak into your life as to which are the good things that you should be doing, the good decisions you're making and the things that you should be doing consistently. Let's talk about finances. Mm -hmm. Chad, if you wanted to be successful financially, well, then every day you'd want to be consistent about doing certain things in your money affairs. Mm -hmm. 
but you're going to need some kind of guidance. So right. you want somebody experienced who's mm-hmm. able to speak into your life in those areas. Yeah. So those are, those are just things that help. And, and there's somebody that's young, right? That's navigating the beginning stages of life and in these types of things. It is crucial for you to have people that would be advisors or people that would help guide you in certain topics and mentors in your life. Um, you know, Greg, for me, has been somebody that I can, <laughs> when I have like a, a situation and I'm like, oh my goodness, I have no idea. You know, there needs to be people but you know what's interesting is yeah. you want to find people with that same first principle, morality. Absolutely. Because what I, the reason I'm willing yeah. to come to you Absolutely. is because I've seen you make the ethical decision even when it's the hard decision. Well, put it, put it in, other, in, in other, other language, I'm in the same movie as you. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? We yep. re, we're reading from the same script. And I, and I think that's very, very important because otherwise these voices in your life can take you to, into yep. different directions. Yep. And, then, and then again, we talking about being consistent at doing certain things and doing the right and good thing well there's so many voices about what is the right and good thing right and look you're gonna hear all and read all of these things you got to wake up at 4 a.m you got to wake up at 4 30 you got to wake up at 6 you know you know what if you want to be successful you got to wake up at 2 a.m look there is an aspect of self-discipline absolutely that is applied to consistency and having a daily morning routine. Sure. Right? But don't just try to wake up at 4 a.m. because somebody else does it. Hmm. Make a plan around and assess, again, the things that you need. For me, my priorities are spending time with Jesus and spending time with my family before I leave. Those You may have a third one, and I probably need to add this one, physical exercise or something like that, right? But those are my emphasis. So I wake up, and I wake up in a time, I wake up at six, right? In my first hour or hour and a half is spending time with Jesus, and then my second hour is going to be spending time with my family. And so I emphasize those things, and that's what I build my habits around. I don't need to wake up at 2 a.m. to do that, Right? You may have some other things that you want to add. So don't try to just be a cookie cutter person, right? Find out what's important. Find out your priorities. Find out what you need to be consistent in. And you may say, well, why do I need to be consistent? And I just want to introduce the second portion of what we want to talk about. Um, And this will be a briefer one, but I think it's important to acknowledge this. God is consistent, right? The reason God is faithful The reason we can trust him, the reason we can rely on God is because he is consistent. Hebrews 13.8 says, but Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The Bible talks about how God does not change. The reason you as a follower of Jesus can expect from God and know God is because he is consistent in his character and his nature and in who he is. Chad, you know, that's so correct. I've noticed in my own life, and I've noticed speaking to many people and observing many people, when they're in trouble and they need God to come through, yeah. they need him to be consistent, yeah. let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. yep. And and everything that he promises, they need him to stand behind his promise. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's 
with respect, sometimes personal arrogance to think that we don't have, you know, we have latitude. Right. We don't really have yeah. latitude. We need to be consistent about the way we live our life because our expectation of, of him is that he would be. Now, I do understand there's grace and there's forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, I'm not being legalistic. I'm just saying there's an element of self, of responsibility of self. Absolutely. And it's funny because <laughs> most believers expect God to be consistent. <laughs> But they themselves are inconsistent. That's my you know, point. I was, That's my point. I was I was just speaking with somebody, and you know they're like, "Man, I I just need God to show up in this situation. Like this is a serious situation." I'm like, "Okay, you know, well, have you been reading your word? Because you know, as you read, God is going to help instruct you through this." And yeah. they were like, "Yep." Well, I mean, I haven't really read the Bible in years. Yep. Or I haven't really prayed in a in a long period of time, or you know, I, I believe in God, and it's just kind of a weird concept, because again, like you mentioned, God's grace and His mercy is awesome, but if we want consistency from God, we need to give consistency to God, and isn't that covenant two consistent people able to rely on each other, knowing that they will uphold their side as you uphold your side. You know, that's absolutely correct. But also what, what I've found is is the more time that I develop this consistent habit of staying in the Word, which we know is what God says you must do. Right. It's an instruction, right. dummy. Yep. You know, just do it. <laughs> but we don't. Yep. And I'm guilty of that sometimes too, to be perfectly honest. But when... I do, mm-hmm. and I'm consistent about that. I find that the decisions I make, no surprises here, are much better. Right. Because I'm 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 able to consistently address various issues mm-hmm. much better. Right. You know what I mean? It doesn't become an ad hoc. Oh, I got this one right today, and I didn't get it right tomorrow. Mm-hmm. No, no, it becomes a habitual experience of success at right. certain decisions. Right. And so I think that's very, very important. And I guess that kind of leads us to the to the next one, mm-hmm. which is how does consistency help you build? Right. Really? Right. Am I yeah, right? Yeah. Yep. Are we going there? Yep. Well, you know, you know, while you were talking, Chad, I was just thinking, have you ever watched a bricklayer laying bricks, building a wall of bricks? Yep. Now look, depending on the size of the bricks you're using, there are a lot of those suckers in the wall, mm-hmm. you know? And he's got to lay every single one perfectly. And he has to do it consistently. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter whether he starts that at the beginning of the day or he ends it at the end of a long day laying bricks. Every brick has to be laid properly right. and correctly. Right. Otherwise, that wall is going to be torn down you know, you, and, and you're going to have to start again. Yeah. Okay. So the success of that depends on the consistency of the application. Yeah. Well, that principle applies to everything that you do. Yeah. And then I was thinking, I'm a musician. Not a great one, but I'm a musician. He's so, a great one. Don't, don't let him lie <laughs> to you. <laughs> so, so now, so when you get out there on a stage and you're going to play, if you haven't practiced right. consistently mm-hmm. trying to do certain rudiments, mm-hmm. your fingers won't have the automatic muscle memory and dexterity, mm-hmm. and you're going to fumble, and you're going to look... Like, a, you know, you're going to make mistakes under mm-hmm. the lights in, in front of people and you're going to embarrass yourself. Well, such is life. Mm-hmm. So, so you'll find musicians do hours and hours of practice because they for one performance mm-hmm. in order to get it right. And they will do it because they'll have the muscle memory. So it becomes automatic 
the way they approach it. And by the way, when they're able to execute the particular piece of music, then they can now do it with passion yeah. and sensitivity yeah. because the muscle memory is already there. They don't need to think about That's it. That's so good. Okay. That principle applies to everything we do in life. It's right. So the more that you rehearse for success, the more that you will experience success. Oh man, that is good. You know, and, uh, I'm thinking back, and I can't remember the study, and I don't remember the percentage, but it was a very high percentage that you're you make more non-cognitive, consistent uh, actions than cognitive, and you do whatever you trained yourself to do. It's automatic, so it's almost like uh, if you do like coding or something, right? You write code, and then once the code is established. It reads it and systematically does it automatically without even having to recode everything every single time. Correct. You know, and that's really what we want to get down to today is like, what are you creating in your life to make success? The Bible talks about how we need to live a life worthy of our calling. Let's bring it back to the why. Why do I want to be consistent? Well, number one, my why always comes back to serving Jesus. I know that I want to make the greatest amount of impact Absolutely. in this world it, through my life. And the only achievable way for me to do that in the plan that God has is I need to be consistent. I need to have self-discipline. And I need to allow myself to do even the not fun stuff, the behind the scenes stuff, the the, you know, the iceberg underlayer aspect of things so that I could begin to make that difference. Because let me tell you this, God has something special for your life. God has something big. And you may think of it in ministry, but you may be called to business and kingdom business. And God may be calling you specifically to fund ministries and fund the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, guess what? Don't do it small. God is not small. God in his nature is not small minded. No. And he wants to impart into you some big things. But if you cannot discipline yourself, let me give you an example. If you can't keep a job, right? If you're just losing your job left and right or quitting your job left and right, and it's because you're just not passionate about them. That's fine, right? Not having passion about a job. But while you search for what you're passionate about, why wouldn't you consistently do what you had been doing why would you then throw everything out the table see i I think so many people almost with the brick layer analogy they start laying bricks and then they don't like a certain aspect of it so they knock the wall down and start building a wall somewhere else Mm. and then they knock that wall down and they start Mm. building guess what there's no longevity in that 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 is absolutely that's a another jesse you're coming up with great great examples chad i mean that's exactly it so you never you don't have any successes under your belt right because of it you know it's it's very very important i i, I think you can't build a business without putting in systems that work correctly every day mm-hmm. well think about this Con- the consistency with which you do things is a system yeah. that will work every single day that's so good people will never rely on you if you're not consistent about the way that you function and operate, That's good. you become unreliable. Yeah. I mean, that is the classic definition of somebody who's not reliable. They're just inconsistent. Mm-hmm. So you cannot lean on them because they, they might not be there for right. you. Well, 
spiritually speaking, I do believe it's the same. Now, we understand that our Christian walk is not about works to pleasing God, it's faith. Yeah. But if we're not consistent in faith, how can God lean on us? Ooh, that's good. Because actually, that's what he's looking for. Yeah. He's looking for people he can he can give vision to, mm-hmm. to go and do things for yeah. the kingdom. If you're not consistent about that, how can he do that? Man. You have to be consistent about your faith. And that means in the good times and the bad times. Yeah. Especially the bad times. I know? think so. Especially in the bad times. So look, this is a very big subject. We could speak forever. Mm-hmm. You know, again, you know, I've I've lived life not a long time, but relatively long time. I won't give my age away, but but this is such an important thing. I found in human relationships, having relation, and I mean, I'm talking about meaningful relationships. Right. I'm talking about having a marriage. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I need to be consistent in my relationship with my wife. Yeah. Now, for for men, sometimes that's very difficult. For mm-hmm. ladies, sometimes I think they want to pull their hair out with their men. <laughs> but that doesn't mean you can't be consistent in the way you approach things. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So then you're going to have a successful marriage. People say to me, well, you know, you, you, you need to really work at your marriage. I don't want to work at my marriage. <laughs> I want to enjoy my marriage. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you apply some very basic principles of, of consistency in your marriage, you're going to have a wonderful marriage. Right. Really, right. it's not that right. much of an effort, actually. Yeah. It's it's a pleasure. Yeah. And the same thing would go for your life. The same, same thing would go for your business. The same thing would go with your spiritual walk with the Lord. Okay, well then, let me ask you this. In the difficult times where... Everything inside of you does not want to be consistent, does not want to do what you know you should do. I guess, how do you and have you motivated yourself, or maybe motivation is a bad word because motivated is just an emotion, right? But how do you get yourself to do those things? Chad, that's that's a great question. You're now putting me on the spot. Yeah. This is truth time. Yeah. You know, absolutely. this is really truth time. I, I think that's true. And I think I think if any of us any of us deny that, we're actually denying the truth. Right. Okay. All of us experience that at different times. Um and and the result of it is procrastination. Mm-hmm. Pro- procrastination's inactivity and actually you're leaning towards failure, not success. Mm. In whatever you're procrastinating about. That's good. I think that that for me personally, the only way I can answer that accurately is to say I measure that my response when when, when sometimes it's the Holy Spirit that convicts me of that. Sometimes I convict myself of that because I have a realization. Right. Like, you know, you have a light bulb moment. Greg, you're actually running away from something. You right. Know, you know, I think it's my sense of right and wrong. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is is the guiding light, and that sense of of right and wrong is also informed by my relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. But it is my sense of right and wrong that will say, you know what, Greg, this 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 is a moment. You've got a choice here. Either you're going to get off your bottom mm-hmm. and do something about this, or it's going to go start going patient. Yeah. And and I think that. For all of us, at some point, you have that internal sense of me- measurement, and you have to respond to it. If you you have a choice to respond yeah. to it, if you don't respond to it, it's it's not going to go away. It's going to get worse. Right. For me, that's the best way I think I can answer. That's that. good. No, and, I think that's good because I don't think most people realize that procrastination 
mm. is the actual fruit oh, yeah. of lack of consistency. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I've I've experienced <laughs> things in my life. I'm like analyzing my oh, own yeah, life. <laughs> absolutely. Look, look, this is truth time. This is truth time. And 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 when when you start when you start thinking about some things that have gone wrong in your past, and you yeah. realize that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. That's what I got wrong. You know. Anyway, so yeah. so it's 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 a big subject, and 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 I think I think if we're actually brutally honest about this, it isn't the the sexiest subject, right. which is the way you described it right. right at the beginning. It's the one that you don't really want to talk about, but I th- I think it is important. You must be consistent in all things. I'll g- I'll give you another example. Mm-hmm. Um, you're giving. Yeah, you're giving. Um, and yeah, I'm talking about you know the three levels of giving. The one is my tithe. The one is planting seed, my offering. The other one is giving to the poor, mm-hmm. or supporting community, doing things mm-hmm. like that. How consistent are you about that, or are you doing it to appease a sense of guilt or a yeah. sense of inactivity in in whatever That's area good. in your life? You know, yeah. you do it when your finances are good. You do it when your finances are not good. You do it because you're honoring God, because you're looking to Him for wisdom, mm. and to be. And I'm talking about wisdom in the in connection with doing things in your life, being consistent about them. Giving is an is an essential element of that. Yeah, you can't you can't discount it. It's right. part it's part of your life. You've got to do it. Right. I, I I'm going to wrap this thing up with a few thoughts. Number one, maturity is the consistent application of the fundamental principles. That's true. Everybody wants the new revelation, the next best thing. Again, everybody. And I, I'm hitting this idea of like the showiness in the the side of things where everybody sees something great because behind that is so much that you do not see. But maturity is the consistent application of the fundamental principles. Can, can I yeah, quickly yeah, go interrupt for you? Go for that. Chad, I shared with you the other day that I'm just doing a personal deep dive study on the application of faith and principles. Yeah. So I, I'm running through a whole lot of characters in Scripture, mm-hmm. okay? And, and I'm just, in my way, trying to crystallize what are the faith principles which they actually applied. Yeah. And you know what's starting to come out hmm. is that I do a lot of those things, Yeah. but I don't do them consistently. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? That's good. So, yeah. so when I do, I'm st- I start getting the results. Yeah. When I don't, I start seeing a lag in the results. Now, maturity comes into it where I can actually take stock. Yeah. When you can identify, when you can identify see it. Identify yeah. it, see it, take stock, and make adjustments Love it. in my faith walk. Yeah. That's kind of what's coming out to me yeah. right now. No, that's know? so good. So. No, that's so good. Okay, and then one more thing, and then I want to end with a biblical principle. Um, consistency is like compound interest. Oh, yeah. Um, and this is actually going to go right into the ending point that I have. And I want to introduce to you an idea and, and shout out to uh, Joshua Selman for this one. Because oh, yeah. uh, I was listening to him and man, this just hit me. And he calls it the law of process. Because this is what I believe that God wants to bring you somewhere you're not right now. He wants to bring you beyond where you are currently. And a dimension of that is consistency. Mm. But he talked about the law of process. And there's a story in the Bible, and there's a man named Naaman. Mm. And he's a foreign, uh, I believe he is like a chief officer in in an army. And he has leprosy. And he came to a prophet because he was told that this prophet has the ability to heal. And the prophet doesn't even see him. He's just like, just go tell him to wash in the river. And he's mad. He's like, if I was going to wash in a river, 
I could go back to my rivers, which are clean. Your rivers are dirty. <laughs> and Chad, he 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 was a senior yeah. military man. He yeah. he you know he was just not not in the lower ranks. So he was a man who obviously had a developed sense of of station in yeah. life of, of pride, in a way. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he had to deal with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so the the prophet literally just says, "Go wash in the river seven times." And this is starting to introduce this idea of the law of process. Mm. That the first time he washed, guess what? Nothing changed. Mm. The second time, the third time. The fourth time, he still had leprosy. Nothing changed. You get up to the sixth time, and like I could probably like even visualize the discouragement <laughs> in this man. He's like, I've washed six times. My skin looks no better. I feel no better. Nothing is happening. And before he even washed, his servants had to convince him to even follow through with it. He's like, what do you have to lose? And uh, the seventh time, Right, so between number six and number seven, something changed, something shifted. In the seventh time he came out, healed of leprosy, and I want to encourage you with this: that consistency is a lot like that. What you keep on doing, you've been consistent, you've been going doing this, and you're saying, "I'm not seeing the results." I'm not. Uh, the results in God could be in five minutes. The results in God are, are supernatural and they move quick. But oftentimes what he's looking for is for the person that'll be obedient yep. and pull consistency yep. and remain faithful. Yeah. And understands that it's a it might be a quick fix for God in the supernatural, yeah. but for us we've got to wait for the result. That's where faith really functions. Absolutely. You can declare the result, you can believe for the result, but it's the intervening period where you must be consistent in the application of your faith and walking in thanksgiving mm -hmm. and declaration of God's abundant goodness, knowing that the, you will see the result. It's going to come over the horizon. It's a great example, Chad. Yeah, and just to wrap it up, I was just speaking with a couple in the church and they've been consistent. They've been doing all the right things for like a long time. And it seemed like nothing was yeah, happening. Yeah. Nothing was breaking. You know, what's interesting is consistency is actually just reshaping how you think. Oh, absolutely. And a lot of times God can't get something absolutely. to you until you change how you think. Chad, I, I wrote a book on stewardship right. called Release yep. the Student You. And it's, it's great. not it's about... It's on Amazon. Thank you. And, and it's not about money per se. It's about making a success of your life, being a steward of your life. And at the end of the day, it's based on the consistency of doing the right thing at the right time every time. Ah, that's so good. And you know what's crazy too is, so now they come to me and they're like, we don't, we don't know what happened. But it's like the floodgates of heaven opened. <laughs> they were on wash number six for, for what they felt like was probably forever. That's it. And then they went That's in it. the seventh time and they came out and it is it is ridiculous. Like the blessings are chasing them down. Yeah. The favor of God is chasing them down. It is absolutely radical. So let me encourage you mm. with that. That consistency is everything. And consistency will bring you to where yep. you desire yep. to be. Yep. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast, Greg. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me, Chad. It's always a pleasure and a privilege, I must tell you. Thank yeah. you. No, we, we love you guys. We'll see you soon. Thanks so much for joining us on the Truth Be Told podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode you just listened to. 
Remember, we have new content coming out every single week. If you know of someone who could benefit from this podcast, we would love for you to share it on your social media as well as going ahead and leaving us a review. But for now, we can't wait to catch you next week.